0: Blog
1: Talk Radio. You've heard about it. You've read about it. You've talked about it. And now you've found it. This is Truth About Trucking Live on Blog Talk Radio, the largest radio social network in the world, with your host, Alan Smith, a veteran of OT. You've heard about it. You've read about it. You've talked about it. And now you've found it. This is Truth About Trucking Live on Blog Talk Radio, the largest radio social network in the world. With your host, Alan Smith, a veteran of OTR trucking, business entrepreneur, and the most recognized name for assisting CDL students and new graduates. It's time to shut down that big rig, sit back, and come join the conversation. Truth about trucking live begins right now.
2: All right, hello one and all. Had a little glitch there. Uh Donna, are you there with me?
3: Yes, I'm here. Did everything go silent on your end? Um, I I could have hit a button. Oh, hi.
2: You know, that's one reason I brought you on real quick because I just had a feeling that you were behind that little glitch that I just experienced. It was me. (laughs) Okay. Well, I figured it out. I just started pushing buttons, and the next thing I knew, it was all working again. But, all right. Well, hello, one and all, and welcome back to our show, Truth About Trucking Live on Blog Talk Radio. I'm Alan Smith, along with Donna, and I appreciate you tuning in this evening. And of course, all of our shows are archived. So if you miss the live broadcast, you can catch all of our broadcasts from our Blog Talk Radio page here at BlogTalkRadio.com/slash Truth Trucking. And today is Thursday, April twelfth, two thousand twelve. Our call in number is three four seven eight two six nine one seven zero. If you'd like to come and join the conversation. We've been gone for a few weeks, but we're back, and glad to be back on the air, broadcasting across the World Wide Web. Hope everyone had a happy Easter, and we invite you to also come join us on our blog at AskTheTrucker.com, where you can find the links to our Facebook and Twitter pages as well. And uh, if you like the show, I hope you will bookmark us and add us to your favorites, the best way to keep up with our show schedule. Uh, a good show this evening as we turn our focus back to truck driver health as you know because of the long-haul truckers lifestyle it's almost impossible to make and keep doctor appointments and and get the medical attention that you may need while living life on the road and not only does that include physical ailments but also good mental health well-being as well and now what, what what do i mean by mental health for truck drivers well the OTR trucker's lifestyle, as we know, is one of isolation and stress, and, and now not all truck drivers suffer from problems, but many do. The isolation can lead to a strong feeling of, of loneliness, and I have seen in my 35 years of driving that such long-term isolation can lead to antisocial behavior, which is not good simply because, as human beings, we are social creatures. So, you know, this can lead to uh, all kinds of problems, such as anger and depression, the lifestyle of the OTR trucker can cause uh, you know other problems such as relationship issues having to deal with relationship issues with your spouse and or family that's left behind at home alone for months at a time and the stress that comes with long-haul trucking is even compounded more by tight schedules and pressure put on the driver by dispatch and shippers and receivers so all kinds of problems out there and we're not always superhuman as we like to try to uh, make, you know, believe that we are. So uh, so when we, when we talk about mental health problems, we're not talking about mentally ill. I'm, we're talking about those times when you may just need someone to talk to, when the stress or problems at home begin to uh, become overwhelming. And although as truck drivers, like I said, we all like to feel that we are big, bad truckers and we can handle anything, we are all still human. And having help available if and when we need it, can be essential to maintaining good mental health, well being while living life on the road. But that is where the problem lies. Life on the road. As OTR drivers, you don't have the pleasure as the general public has to make and keep medical appointments because, after all, you don't you don't live the average lifestyle as most of the public does. Most often you're a thousand miles away from home at any given time. So If a driver cannot bring themselves to a place for help when they need it, there must be a way to bring the help to the driver, and that is where our guest comes into play. Our special guest this evening is Mr. Buck Black, a licensed therapist specializing in in helping OTR truck drivers through his unique program, stay focused and maintain good, positive mental well-being while dealing with the hardships of living life on the road. And he is the founder of TruckerTherapy.com and runs a private practice in Lafayette, Indiana. He earned his master's degree in social work from Indiana University, a bachelor's degree from Purdue University with a double major in psychology and sociology. He's a licensed clinical social worker and a licensed clinical addictions counselor with clinical experience working with a wide range of problems including relationship issues, substance abuse, anger management, anxiety, and depression. And he's a member of the National Association of Social Workers, the board member Mental Health America, and the International Society for Mental Health Online. And he specializes in coaching and consulting work for truckers and their families regarding such issues as stress, relationship problems, depression, and anger. So realizing that there had to be a better way to help truckers working around their trucking lifestyle, TruckerTherapy.com became the solution. And we'll learn more about it with our special guest, Buck Black, coming up on Truth About Trucking Live.
1: You're listening to Truth About Trucking Live on Blog Talk Radio. Alan Smith will be right back.
0: Man, it's crowded tonight. Care if I join ya? Sure, have a seat. Sorry about the paperwork. Name's Cole. Appreciate it. I'm Harlan, by the way.
3: Here's a fill-up for you guys. Thanks, honey. Harlan, you look hungry. What can I get ya?
0: I'll have a coke and whatever he's having.
3: Back in a bit.
0: What are you doing with all this paperwork, driver? Looks like you're tripping over your trip sheets. Want to get a jump on these taxes before they jump me. There is a better way to manage your trucking paperwork. With TripSheetCentral.com, you're a login away from tracking every aspect of your business. TripSheetCentral.com organizes your information easily so you can see how your business is performing.
3: That sounds easy.
0: And it's fast. Time-consuming paperwork is eliminated with a low-cost monthly subscription. I no longer have to worry about invoices, settlement reports, or fuel tax returns. TripSheetCentral.com does that for me. Manage your business information securely with TripSheet Central. Visit TripSheetCentral.com at your next stop.
1: This is Truth About Trucking Live with Alan Smith. To be a part of the program, call in now at 347-826-9170. Skype users can call in by clicking on the Skype button on our show page. To be a sponsor of the show, email Donna at info at truthabouttrucking.com. Now, back to the show.
2: Okay, welcome back. Our show this evening, Truck Driver Health and OTR Therapy, with our guest Buck Black of truckertherapy.com. Mr. Black, welcome to the show.
4: Well, thank you. How are you doing this evening, Alan?
2: We're doing great and uh, really glad to have you on here. I've been hearing a lot about you. And uh, Donna, I think you're the first one that kind of uh, uh, led me over here where we first started hearing about Buck.
3: Well, we started uh, getting uh, a few emails regarding the mental health of drivers, Uh, a lot of the questions about how do people... Other than the driver, they're having a difficult time coping uh, with the whole scenario of ODR and being away for weeks at a time. Uh, so actually, really about two weeks ago, we got one more um, instant message on Facebook saying, hey, when are you going to have you know, a show uh, regarding the problems of being on the road and all that's involved with it? And that's when we finally decided, you know, we need to have a show uh, uh, regarding this pretty serious situation. I mean, I know Alan was OTR, and uh, a lot of times it affected him. So, um, it's real.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It's a it's it's a, it's a tough lifestyle out there. And you know, Buck, like you put on your uh, website, Sarah. And, uh, you know, just to get them out there again, you have truckertherapy.com and uh, listeners can learn more about our guest at buckblack.com. But tell us a little bit more here to get started on uh, how would you come up with the idea for truckertherapy.com because you're bringing the help to the truckers while they are still able to stay out on the road.
4: Yeah, um, pretty much it was something that I stumbled into when I started doing therapy several years back. I... uh just by chance started to get several truckers as clients. And I quickly realized that there was no way that this population was going to be able to do therapy and keep their job. So I had people who either put their job on hold and maybe even lost their job or they went back to work and they didn't get mental health services. So I thought we need to do something to help out this population. And after thinking about it for a while and the advent of, uh, Skype as well as uh, everybody having a cell phone trucker therapy was born,
2: yeah, and so you've come up with this deal where you you work it around their lifestyle with sessions that you provide by the use of the phone, skype, and email sessions and uh yeah. and I guess uh so the technology is so much available out there um, is is that How do you find that to work as far as a more personable, you know, sitting down situation, you know, face-to-face? Well, it it seems to work quite well,
4: and basically the client has to be comfortable with, um, you know, with the technology, whatever we use. If the client isn't comfortable with the technology, it's not going to work so well and i definitely recognize that face to face office visits that's that's usually the best you know if that's at all doable and um you know it works really well with the truckers because uh just about every trucker uh is on the phone quite a bit you know maybe even a few hours every day and um things things tend to work uh, quite well in that mode so i'm i'm very happy with how it's been working out
2: I think it would work great. I mean, truckers are so mobile and uh you know, they're all, you know, pretty pretty tough characters. You have to be pretty tough to live that lifestyle. Um so I mean, I can see how it would work really great for their for their uh you know, the lifestyle that they have. What what are the most common problems uh that you're seeing that OTR drivers are facing as far as their uh you know, mental well-being is concerned?
4: I would say that um relationship problems that would be the number one issue that I see and uh in in the intro to your show you were talking about um you know that it's not necessarily mental illness it's 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 more mental health just uh you know working to uh keep yourself in a good mood and so on and I I don't see that much mental illness I just see more relationship problems um some difficulty with coping with the isolation with the loneliness and sometimes that leads to some some mild or moderate depression so that would be the the primary thing that i see
2: okay so uh let me have i got something here uh okay so uh I'm, and i'm just looking at your website anger anger stress and relationships uh the primary focus of truckers therapy and uh uh you know yeah i mentioned something you know the the term mental ill has such a stigma these days which i really don't think it should but i'm trying to mm-hmm. uh i'm trying to focus on the area of uh mental well-being cuz that's just an, as important as physical well-being and in 35 years of driving i've seen a lot of uh, a lot of drivers having problems out on the road and you know i for one too as well um let's talk a little bit about the the isolation that seems to be a really big problem because most people that begin a career in truck driving, just starting out, they're not ready for that isolation, and they they're usually they're usually out of it within six months on an average. Now this isolation, uh, and you know I, I'm doing a lot of things here. You might have already said this is the isolation the one thing that is the main reason that can lead to depression.
4: Um yeah it, it definitely is especially with truckers. Um when you're looking at the population as a whole, uh isolation usually isn't uh that much of a factor. Sometimes it is, but with truckers, you know, obviously you're you're in the in the truck for uh you know, days if not weeks on end with very little social contact. So I see that and then it turns into relationship problems quite often. So then you have the stress on top of the isolation and then that can compound into anger problems as well because you're upset with you know whatever's going on with your partner at home and things aren't working out and now all of a sudden you have those three items of the stress the isolation and the anger so so that's that's really tough
3: I I have a question for you Buck this is Donna mm-hmm. how are you
4: I'm good how are you Donna
3: I'm um, good. Um, I, I do have a question. Do you find that the social media websites uh, are helping people more at least feel more connected in some way uh with others and the conversations getting involved, or is that not a good substitute for, you know, real life uh socialization?
4: I think that it's great. I think that it um it's not necessarily a substitute for human contact, but it's a great addition, too. So if we look at the social media as one piece of um, staying connected to others, then I think that that works very well. And I'm on Twitter quite a bit. Um, my Twitter handle is Trucker Therapy. And I, I see everyone conversing back and forth. And I also think about um, the Facebook page that was put up a couple of years ago for the stranded aero drivers when they suddenly went out of business. And I saw all of the interaction on there. So it's, it is great to see the online community for the truck drivers.
3: Okay. Um, one other question I have is, uh, do you get a lot of the family members uh calling in because i think they have a difficult time uh also i know there's a a website on facebook i think it's uh truckers wives i mean they also go through all of the or not the same but the similar uh distance problems and you know lack of communication with their partner do you get any of them as uh as clients I
4: definitely do. I I, I see that quite a bit. And I'll tell you that usually it's a relationship problem, or at least a relationship uh, problem has something to do with the reason that someone is my client. So there's plenty of times that I will talk with the other partner um, just about what's going on, and sometimes we do individual sessions, like one individual session with the driver and then the other with the partner. And then also I do conference calls. So, that was
3: my next so that's question. Cool. Yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. And uh, it can be a little bit tricky, at least for me as a therapist, to to keep everything straight. Um, but definitely, uh, it works out. Especially, you know, you get a few minutes into it, we develop a flow, and it's really cool that that all three of us might be scattered all the way across the country, and we can talk about the issues and, and really help out.
3: Oh, well, that's wonderful. I'm glad uh, they have some kind of a resource uh to go to. So yeah, that's great.
2: Yeah, I think that's great and I think that's an important thing that we need to bring about. I mean you're not you just don't provide this help to drivers but uh also drive, the drivers families who are left at home as well so i think that's a, a big factor we need to make sure everybody understands and um I'm, again you know your website is truckertherapy.com you mentioned something a second ago about um oh i can't remember the word you the term you used but it triggered something you know we always hear this cliche that before somebody can get help they have to admit that they need help um what what advice would you give drivers who, um, you know, who are just kind of losing it out there? And and I almost lose it every day with the traffic and the four wheelers like you talked about on your website. But at what at what point can a driver you know sit back and what signs can he or she look at and and realize to themselves you know hey I I I really need help and I really need to talk to somebody. Well, there's quite a few signs out there,
4: and the first thing that I look for is if there's any kind of impairment. So if anything is affecting your life where you are having difficulty sleeping, having difficulty eating, um, you know, either eating too much or too little, or just simply having difficulty with your concentration. Those three areas, um, that's what I look out for when someone comes to me, because usually, if if they do need a little bit of a help, that's where they're going to have some problems. So also just looking at the general anger, you know, do you find that little things that used to only be annoyances now enrage you? Um, do you find yourself getting into arguments with loved ones frequently? Or are you avoiding people altogether? So th- those are the main things to look out for.
2: Uh, that triggered what I thought about a second ago when you said avoiding people altogether. Because I've, I've ran into a, a lot of drivers in my time who have just really become uh, antisocial. And and I can totally understand it because you're dealing with shippers and receivers and four-wheelers and dispatchers. And, and it's just a crazy, crazy lifestyle and world out there. But um, the I mean – your you know, your website said, you know, we're we're social creatures. I mean this antisocial behavior in itself can not can, can't be a good thing.
4: Well, and I know I would definitely agree with you and the the really the big thing to look out for is if you used to be a social person and now you're not social anymore, that can be a sign of depression, that can be a sign of um you know, having, having some difficulty with the isolation. And that's when it's a, a good time to to reach out. And it's not necessarily that, that you have to do therapy, but maybe the first step could be reaching out to a friend, uh, getting, getting online and getting involved in the social media and, and, and whatnot, because that can help out. There are people who just simply are not very social and if you're one of them, maybe that's your personality style and often that can be uh just fine.
2: Okay, so if you're kind of the loner type anyway and don't like to hang around people, uh then, then that's your personality like you say, so that's not really a you know, anything to worry about. But um if you have a lot of uh just anger that comes along with that. I mean, is, is is that a sign that you could possibly just you know just need help? Just talk talk to somebody.
4: Well, it it definitely is. And anger is not a pleasant thing. Anger is a natural emotion, and if you're having all of this anger, um, it, it definitely is a good idea to to figure out how to diffuse this, how to deal with it, how to deal with it productively. Because when you get angry, it's going to make you make mistakes. It doesn't feel good. It affects your physical health as well and on down the line.
2: Um, well, you said that, that uh, I mean, trucker therapy is is only part of what you do. I mean, tell us a little bit more about, you know, your work and, you know, the other things that you're involved in.
4: Oh, sure. Um, I have a private practice office in Lafayette, Indiana, which is on I sixty five, oh about halfway between Chicago and Indianapolis. And I do a variety of work in my office as far as uh working with couples therapy, um, depression, anxiety, anger management. Also do some work with teenagers. So so I I I really have a variety of, of things that I do. And um I do also work with uh just the general population over Skype and phone, so I'm not simply limited to truckers, though I do uh, list them as a specialization uh, that I do cater to.
2: And now, how, how long have you been a how long have you been a therapist?
4: I've been a therapist since '05, and I've been doing trucker therapy for um, about three years now.
2: Wow. Okay.
3: I, I have a question. Uh, Okay, (laughs) you certainly can ask. Okay. Um, Do you have any advice for those out there, things they can practice or do that could prevent uh, these effects of isolation before they become a problem? Yeah, I I definitely do.
4: And if, if we look at the technology today, I think that there really isn't any good excuse to become uh, completely isolated because I think that it's so important that you keep in touch with your friends and your family, um, you know, definitely through the phone. And probably the biggest mistake that I see with technology is people who only text other people and they never actually pick up the phone and, and use their voice. And so much is lost in the written word. That I definitely encourage drivers to talk on the phone, and to uh, to make sure that you call you know that you call home on a regular basis, you call friends on a regular basis, and call them when you have some energy. Don't wait until the very end of the day when you're about to go to sleep. So so that's one of them. Um, definitely use the social media. Also, um, any kind of trucking association that that might fit you you know that that is really good you know as far as this radio show i think that this is fantastic but you know this is this is the glue that can can hold truckers together so just get involved i think that's the the main thing that can uh, deal with this isolation
2: well um i'm i'm just uh listening and reading here too you have um I'm just curious about you know you, you mentioned dispatchers, receivers, and uh, all the four wheelers on the road only compound the stress that truckers face. Um, I, I'm just I'm just think, trying to figure out the dispatchers. Uh, I guess I mean they're they're not going to call you and talk about it because they they really could care less how much stress they put on their drivers. I mean many of them. Um, Explain that a little bit. I mean, how would you work with a driver who is just facing, a, you know, just so much stress put on by the dispatchers? I mean, it's just a reality of the job. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, do they, they're just going to have to just stand up and say, you know, hey, this is just the way it is. I mean, what kind of advice can you give to a driver who's having, you know, problems that coming from their employer themselves that, you know, probably not going to change?
4: Well, Alan, uh believe it or not if i can get the client to temp- to to actually talk about their frustrations as as far as what's going on that in and of itself is enough to to alleviate um you know a fair amount of the stress no there's nothing that i can do with the client over the phone to you know, take that stress away because the dispatcher has all of these high demands. But definitely talking about it, that's something that can help. And then also uh, doing some stress management techniques just as far as, you know, um, watching the negative thinking and replacing the negative thinking with something else, making sure that the that the trucker doesn't dwell on the negatives and, and have all this angry self-talk and continue to uh, you know say all these angry things in their head over and over and over again. So there are some things to do to bring that stress down so maybe that dispatcher can be a little bit more tolerable.
3: That, that could be one of the reasons, and I, I see a, a, a lot of truckers as being cynical and, you know, there's a lot of reasons why they are, and, um, you know, rightfully so, but I think perhaps some of the reasons that there is so so much of that is that they might have a, a lot of these uh, problems, and because it's not full-blown, or it just might be mild, that they just kind of have this um, this negative thinking and kind of cynical attitude, because it is pretty common. Uh, among drivers um and like i said a lot of it rightfully so because they do you know go through a a lot but um it it does seem to be a a pattern and hopefully you know they can realize hey you know i can replace that i can do something about that you know even if it's just by listening tonight uh when you said replace the negative thought with a positive thought uh and and really people in general uh have that problem just a lot of negative thinking that that you'll talk to people and you can listen to them and and you just want to say shut up nice <laughs> <It's like, laughs> you know what i mean
4: <laughs> yeah absolutely yes yes
2: yeah uh, uh uh well i i know exactly what you're saying because it's kind of what i had mentioned uh uh in the prelude to the show, that sometimes it's just good to talk, and you know we know the old saying that you know you just you you talk to someone um, and you just feel like the whole weight of the world has come off of your shoulders. So um, that's uh, that's exactly what you're saying in this essence. Just just having someone to talk to, even if it's a guy you never met in Indiana, can just do do wonders for their uh, for their uh, health.
3: And and I think a a lot of people, too, you can, you know, it's funny. You could call up your friend and, you know, well, what's your opinion on this or what's your opinion on that or this is what I'm going through. And, of course, you know, they'll give you their input. But there, I think, is something about hearing it, you know, from somebody professional. You know, it, like, validates your, your thought process, whereas, you know, the person... You know, across the street could be telling you the same thing, but it, it's it's just this uh, this almost validation uh, going on when, when you seek when you seek therapy. And I'll tell you, from what I've seen in my life, most women one time in or another in their life have gone to a therapist. And I would say that that's not true with men, although I think it's probably you know the numbers. Thing.
2: Well, you know that's a good point. And too, Buck, um, I, I think I think most. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I think most men fight going to a, a therapist, or you know, you know, they have kind of have this attitude. You know, I, I don't need to talk to a completely strange, a complete stranger, about my personal issues. I mean, how is it working with your practice? I mean, are you getting? more women than men or is it 50 50 or how's that what are you seeing in that
4: well I I do have more women than men and um, again that's that's probably not an upset for for most of us to realize that that yes you know us guys we we often do have a hard time coming in Um, and I think that as time goes on it's more and more therapy is more and more acceptable to everyone and guys are able to uh, to come in a little bit easier. And much of the time the the wives and the girlfriends bring the guys in and then once they've had a session or two then they say, "Oh, well this isn't so bad." Right. And if they look they look at having talking with a t- with a stranger about what's going on. That's actually better in many cases because he doesn't have to worry about Um, that stranger going and telling his buddies what he said or anything like that so the confidentiality helps tremendously
2: yeah yeah i think uh i I completely agree you know and we were talking about uh you know women and men and that kind of reminded me too that you know you also deal with uh you know you talked about relationship you said at the beginning that I really, I really expected you to say depression would be the uh, the biggest problem that you see, but you said relationships, um, and that triggered what I remember seeing on your website about working with uh, team drivers, the husband and wife teams.
5: Mm-hmm. So you, mm-hmm. you
2: kind of work, you kind of work the whole spectrum there.
4: Well, yeah, I, I definitely do, and there's a lot that's that's really thrown at me. And I definitely wanna to, wanna to deal with it because that's the real stuff, and you know the flip side of the isolation is with the team drivers that you have uh you know maybe they're married maybe their their boyfriend girlfriend what whatever um they often um, are so cooped up together that they fight and that they bicker because it's the opposite of isolation. They they just overwhelm each other. So that's a whole that's a whole new uh, perspective that that we're dealing with.
3: I, I'd like to know if people um, ever call you up because they're having a, a really hard time with perhaps a trainer they're with, or vice versa. The trainer's having a really hard problem. They don't know what to do. Do you ever get phone calls like that?
4: Um, I have not had any phone calls specifically about trainers. I mean, often it's about dispatchers, but uh, but it would definitely be relevant, and uh, maybe I'll have a call like that in the
3: future. Okay. Because a lot of the, the um emails we get are, are people who have difficulty during their training and uh either, you know, they can't get along with the trainer and you know, here they are stuck with a complete stranger. And and this goes for uh team drivers too. Mm-hmm. Uh they're put with a complete stranger. Uh they don't like the person, they don't know what to do, they get frustrated or they're having problems with that person and uh you know they they just don't know what to do, and I was just uh, wondering if that's ever happened, but you say no uh of course it might be a a good you know outlet for them to talk to somebody even if it's just you know to calm them down because some of them could get really um they sound pretty pretty upset when they when they write
4: yeah and i I think that would be helpful, and I have heard um horror stories from my uh, trucker clients about what happened to them when working with a trainer and sometimes there's sexual harassment issues, maybe just simply a uh, conflict of personality. So mm-hmm. it would be uh, beautiful if if there could be an intervention during that time.
3: Right, right. Well, it, it, it's, it's good to put it out there now for, you know, any of those who are listening, you know, if you are having a difficult yeah. time and you need to talk to somebody um, about it. Because a lot of them are afraid to talk to anybody within the company because they're afraid to lose their job, so they feel Absolutely. trapped, and that's the feeling I get when i when I read such emails that they're just trapped and don't know what to do, and a lot of them just quit, and uh a lot of times you know there's a very high failure rate among new drivers in the industry and uh and that's why you know, it's hard to get them. Did I just hear a click?
2: Oh, no, no, that was me.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we're just messing each other up over here tonight.
2: <laughs> yeah, and, and again, that just goes back to a lot what I hear from those people like that, or they just think nobody will believe them. And that just goes back to the power of just having just someone just to talk to. So, um, and that seems to be a uh big major thing that you know uh, that you do there bug we're talking with buck black of truckertherapy.com um well you're the expert in all this you know i'm just um i'm just kind of pulling things from your website and everything i want to make sure that you can get information out that you specifically want our listeners to know so if i'm not asking uh you know the right questions or something let me just open it up to you and what is it what what would you like to share to the listeners about you know yourself truckertherapy.com and how you can help drivers and their families
4: well alan i think that you're uh that you're hitting all the high points here so i think you're doing a very good job with it and i think that i just need to point out that um you know we all need to have um connection a connection with others don't let yourself get isolated don't let yourself get too angry don't let yourself get too stressed those are pretty much the main points and so much of what i see is that um not only with truckers but just with everybody that that they tend to put themselves last and there's there's always the excuse of not enough time or whatever it might be. And when a person neglects themselves mentally or physically, then they have bigger and bigger problems as time goes on. So just, don't forget about the mind-body connection it's it's very important that you also you know eat as good as you can i know that's a challenge i know ex- exercise is also a challenge but the better you eat the more you exercise the better that you will feel uh mentally as well as physically so I and think that, that's was, a good, that was that was my point.
3: next question also you just hit on it was <laughs> <laughs> the the fact that drivers not only are they isolated but they're driving for 11 hours a day. Mm-hmm. And uh, now many, many, you know, do incorporate a, a, some kind of an exercise program. Um, I, matter of fact, one of our big things we're going to hit this year at the Truck Driver Convention in October is truck driver uh, health. And uh, we're going to discuss, you know, uh, the physical health and uh, regulations however uh i think your physical health in in anything you know it runs hand in hand your mental health and your physical health really are very well you know um would you call it team together i mean if you're just driving and even if you are social either you know um on the CB, although I don't even know if they're allowed to use the CB anymore, um, or listening to the radio or talk shows or music or whatever, you know, and you don't exercise, that could really hurt your mental health also, I would think. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah,
4: absolutely, absolutely. And something that I didn't mention, um, but I've got a lot of truckers that are guilty of this, Um, listening to um, really negative talk radio, so like the negative political shows and what have you. And if Mm -hmm. you think about it, hours and hours of this, uh, that's going to create more negative thinking and stress over things that you can't change and all of that. So that's, that's another piece in there.
2: You know, you're so right on that, and that's so funny you say that because I listen to a lot of talk shows. And about within the last couple of weeks or so, I, I have just shut them off because mm-hmm. it, is so, it is so much doom and gloom and crisis, I found myself just wearing down, and, and I couldn't take it anymore. And I've listened to them for years, and in the last couple of weeks, I've shut them off. It's it's mm-hmm. so funny that you say that. That is so true.
3: <laughs> it, it's I'm a glad that you've done that. Because you can't do anything, you know, you you can't do anything about anything. You can just listen to how horrible it is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, you you can write and you can write letters and you can do this. But, you know, most drivers don't have uh, an awful lot of time to react upon all the different negative uh, talk shows that they're listening to. So it just kind of stays in their head, muddles around in the frustration uh, continues um, they they might be able to and many of them do you know start conversations on the social media sites especially facebook about something they've heard and um, that in itself i believe would be in a, a release an expression mm-hmm. to express yourself and then have people answer you but you know if you don't and you just always you know keep all that in your head i would think that that's pretty frustrating
2: Well, it is, and let me ask you here, Buck, um, we have uh, Charlie here in the chat room, and uh, he says, I am one of the lucky ones when it comes to dispatch. They treat me great, but my home front is lacking. I get home and don't want to be bothered for the first couple of days, any advice. And, And I can relate to that, too, because when I was OTR, I was OTR for many, many years, and it got to a point where when I got home, I felt like a stranger in my own home. And I just, I just kind of, I needed a few days just of more isolation to wind down from the wind and grind of the road. So, uh, any advice for Charlie? He 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 does he just doesn't want to be bothered for the first couple of days.
4: I think that's just fine. And all of us have a warm up period. And the the longer that we are away from home, the more of a warm up period that we need. And uh, you can can compare yourself uh to the veterans that are coming home they're they're having the same types of problems and you can't just simply come home and then bam all of a sudden it's back to the the regular home life so i think that it would be beautiful to have a conversation with the family um you know before you come back of hey you know two days by myself or Um, You know, maybe with uh, uh, watching a movie together for, for just an hour in the evening or whatever it might be to ease into it, whatever works. And as long as everybody's on the same page of what that driver needs, then I think that's going to create a healthier and happier family.
3: But what about the family who just doesn't understand that and they're all hurt and you know what what do you tell them
2: Well the thing is they're 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 excited that daddy's home and mm-hmm. sure, And but sure. they don't realize and I and Charlie I lived through this trust me I lived through it for years uh, you, there's a definitely a wind down period where I mean you miss your family you miss your kids but after 2 months on the road Man, it sounds weird, but you need a break for those couple of days. But, uh, but yeah, how, how, how do you handle that family like Donna mentioned? Well,
4: again, I think that um, maybe if you're able to talk with the family members on the phone while you're still on the road to prepare them and let them ask questions. So if they say they don't understand, then you can say, okay, what don't you understand? Um, and you try to give them the best explanation as possible. Um, And, you know, there's going to be some awkwardness. I I think that's going to be really hard to avoid. So there's one other thing that I'm thinking of. Um, I don't know the web address right off, but I know that there's a forum out there that's called LOADS, L-O-A-D-S, and it's for the family members of truckers, and it's just an open discussion board. And that is a, a great networking group. Forum that will uh, will help the family members to discuss this problem with other family members, and then they can get a, a little bit of support from one another as well. What is that website? It's called Lodes, Loads
3: L O A D S, and
4: I don't know the address right off, but I but I can look to see if I can find it for you.
3: Okay.
2: Well, again, it's just it's just talking, and you know, really, what it boils down to is. Um, <clears throat> This a lot of people get into this trucking and you know thinking well you know it's, it's you know another job but it is a lifestyle and not only does the driver who's getting into it have to realize that it is a lifestyle the family of that driver has to understand the lifestyle and. Um, and that's kind of what you're saying here is that this you know the drivers are going to have to talk to them, explain the lifestyle the, the family is going to have to understand you know I'm going to be I'm going to be gone and I'm going to be away from home for long periods of time uh, there's going to take adjustments on all of our parts and so that understanding of the family is uh kind of what you're pointing out here buck right
4: absolutely and i just found the website um It's loads.org, L-O-A-D-S dot O-R-G, and uh, they have a membership and and all of this, and then they also have a chat room and forums. So, I mean, that would be something else to to also look at.
2: Yeah, that's good. uh, Well, listen, I I don't know if you can or not. It's just an idea that just popped in my head while I was listening to you talk, uh, because I really want to get it across to our listeners, and uh, we we have – we we get a lot of listeners from our archives i mean they're on the road they're driving and uh we'll have a show we'll have a live show go off the air and within an hour you know we'll have you know two three hundred listens or whatever it is we get a mm-hmm. lot of listens from our archives i want to get across how your services can really help maybe break that barrier of you know this this tough driver image i don't need anybody to help me because really we're just talking about it's just just having somebody to talk to can help can you and i know you You know i don't want any names or anything like that but can you share uh like a, a success story with us where the where you have helped a driver or a family uh is that is that possible can you do that
4: yeah yeah absolutely and okay. obviously, I can't give names or any of those identifying details right, and I know you're not looking for that right um basically, I can think about uh the 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 ones that come to mind are the couples that aren't getting along so well because the driver stereotypically the guy is out on the road for weeks on end and then the wife at home is feeling really frustrated, really upset, and they're not talking uh, like they should. Um, Maybe they're texting, but they're not using the phone. And then there's like some kind of miscommunication and then there's all this anger. And when we do a conference call and I'm able to get the two of them talking, then – they realize that, you know, there's been so much miscommunication and there's no reason that they need to be so angry with each other. And maybe a few things were miscommunicated over text messages. And to get them on the same page that they're actually able to talk again and they set up a schedule of, okay, they're talking on the phone on a regular basis and then also figuring out, okay, when is he going to come home and how are they going to use that home time to their advantage? You know, how are they going to get the most out of it? And definitely uh have a much better relationship as a result. So that's definitely something that, that comes to mind. Um another instance that I'm thinking of is um a driver with with a lot of depression and anxiety. Those two things often go together. And it's going through and looking at the thought processes of that driver and, you know, going back to listening to all this negative talk radio, um, dwelling on things that can't be changed, looking at themselves as a victim and um, being able to change their thinking and, and helping them to be grateful for what they do have and helping them to, to see that, you know what, all this real real negative thinking it leads to a place that isn't necessary and looking at, okay, what's the worst that could happen? Usually, you know, they they can get through their day just fine and they're worried about all these terrible things that never happen. So just simply being able to change those thought processes is able to help that driver with the depression and the anxiety. So that that's a couple of things that come to mind.
2: Well, well, uh, you know, I, I'm listening, and you know, Donna, I'm wondering, um, I, I don't know if I could do that job. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the, how how do you maintain? Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I, you know, we, Donna, you know, we've had drivers, you know, call us and write us who have dropped out of, uh, you know, some of the things that we're dealing with because they simply said they just. They just couldn't take the heartbreaking stories anymore. You know what I'm talking about?
3: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I have a hard time reading all the emails we get, and they're just emails. I mean, you, you know, you don't interact except, you know, you try to be compassionate, um, empathetic, and and like that. But to do it, you know, on, on a daily basis, I think, you know, would be difficult. However, you know, we all choose our professions, and... uh and, you know, enjoy them, and, and hopefully um, hopefully you do, knowing that, you know, you're helping other people.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, how, well, what's the best way people can get a hold of you, Buck, just through your website, or you have a phone number, or just a website the best way?
4: Um, website is a very easy way, truckertherapy.com. And then I can also give out my phone number, uh, which works very well also. Would you like for me to do that?
2: Sure, that would be fine
4: okay. My phone number is 765 807 6778.
2: 6778. Yes. And you're in Lafayette, Indiana and uh and again you use the phone and Skype and email sessions in order for the drivers to maintain their ability to make a living out on the road. So I I really I really uh think it's pretty cool how you customized uh, a service such, I mean, a medical service like this uh, to cater it to the trucker lifestyle. I mean, I think that's pretty amazing. Well, thank you. And uh, I mean, you. I was reading here, too, you know, because you said uh, not only do truckers suffer from having great difficulty assessing therapy and other health care, uh, but there are many problems related to the profession itself, so like I said earlier... Yeah, I guess you know if the driver can't get to the help, you bring the help to the driver. That's what you're doing.
4: Exactly, exactly. And there, there's a strong need for it. And um, I think that I've I've just been so thrilled that I'm able to uh, to help in a completely different way, uh, a non-standard way. And uh, I, I just really enjoy working with the truckers, and they seem to always appreciate it so much.
2: Well, I, I think it's a great thing you're doing. And, uh, Donna, you have anything else? I know Buck has to get going, has an appointment, I believe.
3: Yes. Uh, no, I just want to thank him for taking uh, taking the time tonight. I know you have a very busy schedule. And uh, when we wrote, you know, we appreciate you uh, you coming on. But I think the information, um, we really covered a lot tonight in the hour that we've been on. So uh, I hope this helps uh, helps a lot of people out there.
2: Yeah, well, it's a great service, and uh, I know you got to get going, but we really appreciate you coming on the show, and uh, we hope to do it again soon.
4: All right. Well, I do appreciate the opportunity, and I am so glad um, that I can do what I can to help. So thank you very much, guys.
2: Okay. Night. All right. Thanks. Thanks again for being our guest this evening. really appreciate it. That's uh, Buck Black of com, and uh uh, I tell you what, we'll take a quick break, and when we come back, uh, we'll do it You know, for the end of the show. Donna will bring us all up to date with announcements that you need to be aware of, and we'll wrap up this broadcast of Truth About Trucking Live. So uh, hang with us, and we'll be right back.
1: There's a lot of copycats out there, but you know, there's only one. Truth About Trucking Live. Don't go anywhere. Alan will be right back.
5: money down an endless hole, but what they gonna do when the big rigs don't roll, tell me what they gonna do when the big rigs don't roll.
2: Alan Smith here with Truth About Trucking Live and AssetTrucker.com with an important message for owner, operators, and fleet owners. Hodjohn Incorporated is a company that makes the Dynasys APU, and if you're considering an auxiliary power unit for your truck but thought you just couldn't afford it, you need to talk to the Dynasys guys about their all-new financing program. The Dynasys APU saves fuel and provides AC, heating, plug-in power, all of those comfort necessities you deserve when you have to shut down for your mandatory break. It's definitely the smart way to be comfortable and save money. Their finance program is designed to make your monthly payment nearly half of what you're spending on fuel with their goal of making APUs available for every hardworking driver. They realize that times are tough and that credit is hard to come by so they offer four credit plans giving all owner operators and fleet owners a guaranteed financing opportunity. They can even get you hooked up with grants that can cover APU costs as well. Give them a call at 1-800-289-8282 toll free 1-800-289-8282 or just google search Dynasys APU visit them online at hodjohn.com that's h-o-d-y-o-n dot com the Dynasys APU the best solution to engine idling Hey everybody, Alan Smith here with Truth About Trucking Live on Blog Talk Radio. Have you been driving a big rig for a while now and considering starting your own business as an owner-operator? Well, Lone Mountain Truck Leasing offers the best lease purchase plan in the industry. With a small down payment and monthly payments around $1,000 or less, you make the monthly payment and when the final payment is made, they hand over the title. It really is that simple. There is no big balloon payment at the end, and secondly, the truck is yours, not a lease plan under one truck and company. So if becoming an owner-operator is your goal, do it the right way. Do it the best way. Contact Lone Mountain Truck Leasing on the web at LoneMountainTruck.com or give them a call toll-free at 866-512-5685. That's LoneMountainTruck.com. And be sure to tell them that you heard about them on Truth About Trucking Live. All right, we appreciate again our guest this evening, Buck Black of uh, uh, Trucker dot com. You can get a hold of him through uh, through his uh, website. And uh, or contact them by phone at 765-807-6778, doing a great service for truckers out there. And, uh, Donna, I guess we're doing it at the end of the show this time, plenty of time, so you don't have to rush. What, what uh, announcements do you have for us this evening?
3: Well, I have a few announcements tonight. Um, I do want to say, if everyone's noticed, some of the songs that are played in between, are uh, a lot of them, are from uh, David Ayres and Barry Allen's uh, CD, When the Big Rigs Don't Roll. And um, right now, I think for, for the rest of the month, I'm not sure when it ends. Uh, It could be through May, but you might want to check it out just in case. They are offering that when the big rigs don't roll, and that includes with the powerful song, Say a Prayer for Jason, they're offering it for $5 as a special during these um, high fuel prices. Uh, So anyway, um, that website you can go to is AlanAirsProductions.com. Or you could just Google when the big rigs don't roll and it'll bring up their website, but uh I definitely wouldn't wanna miss out on that opportunity because um
2: oh, five bucks that's that's a that's a fifteen dollar c d too
3: that's just yeah that's just you know unbelievable so um you can check that out uh truckers against trafficking again, you know you know we continue to support them and please continue uh to support truckers against trafficking as they fight to save lives. Uh, against the billion-dollar business of human trafficking. Um, Their website is www.truckersagainsttrafficking.com, and uh, you can check out their website and join thousands of the drivers out there and companies who have uh, jumped on board to support them uh, within the trucking industry, and you can help join the fight. The national hotline, should you see any suspicious activity, uh, in the parking lots of underage, prostitution, uh, forced uh, prostitution. Uh, the national hotline is one eight 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 three seven three seven eight eight eight. 373 7888 Another <clears throat> website helping drivers is the Missing Truck Driver Alert, <clears throat> and that website is www.missingtruckdriver.com. Uh, you can sign up for alerts. You could save a life by doing so uh, many times drivers go missing they're not found for days many times they're found deceased in a truck stop or a parking lot and uh, their families have called in the missing and it's very difficult to uh, locate them this way this alert uh, was actually started by uh, Kari fisher of share the road and uh, the missing truck driver page on facebook so, if you go to missingtruckdriver.com, you can sign up and get these alerts. Um, you know, hopefully, you don't get a whole lot of them because we don't really want to have missing truck drivers. But uh, <clears throat> if you'd like to be a, a, a part of helping find a, a missing truck driver, then the alerts can come to your phone. Again, missingtruckdriver.com. Speed limiters. Uh, We've had a show on that. It appears that speed limiters will be in the rulemaking process later this year. Um, New research by the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration confirms the safety benefits of using this technology uh, to electronically govern and limit the top speed of commercial trucks. Now, there's a lot of opposition to this. Uh, especially by owner-operators. So all of you who are opposed or have something to say, you will have an opportunity to make these comments uh, on the FMCSA website. Like I said, we did have a show. If you look through the archives, you can uh, listen as we discuss the many pros and cons for speed limiters. And uh, all our shows are archived, so uh you can actually it w- wouldn't hurt to go through a lot of the old shows because you'd be surprised at the topics we've gone over. Uh transportation bill 90-day extension US House representatives on March 29th voted to approve a re- Republican-backed plan to extend federal transportation funding for 3 months. The Senate then approved the extension had a voice vote and they're sending the bill to the White House. The extension is the 9th. Since the september two thousand nine expiration of safety loop uh and it's the most recent long term transportation funding law, so another ex- extension on safety see what happened yeah, imagine that mm-hmm. uh broker sentenced to a, almost eleven years defrauding carriers, and you know that's a big topic right now uh California broker who continuously defrauded carriers. Uh, even after he was indicted for it, had been uh, carrying it on. So he's been sentenced to 10 years and 10 months, just about 11 years in jail. And on March, Man, they're cracking down. So they are it's about time. hmm On March 28th, U.S. District Judge uh, of the State Eastern District delivered the sentence to uh, Kulwant Singh Gill 53 and ordered him to pay. Get this, four hundred and forty three thousand dollars in restitution oh, wow and I'm, I'm I'm sure many of these are owner operators uh who were burnt and uh in more in more than a hundred instances, Gill allowed trucking companies and this is how he did it to make the deliveries and receive payment from the original broker. And then Gill had; they thought that he had completed the deliveries himself, and then he wouldn't pay the carriers that actually transported the freight. And our our last show we had was actually on this. Yeah. Uh, you can just go to the previous show. I I can't remember the name of it, Ellen. I don't know if, if you have it right in front of you, but it's the previous show, and it talks all about the bond and the fraud.
2: Yeah, the, the freight broker bond.
3: Break broker bond, right. Now, you can avoid broker fraud by going to www.transportwatch.com and reporting such actions. Uh, Also, if you know honest companies and brokers, you can post them. And what this is, it's becoming a website to go for company driver and broker approval, uh, not just complaints about bad brokers or companies or drivers. So... It, as as the database gets bigger you can actually be able to type in a name and you know see if it's you know a good if it gets a plus or a minus on there but you just need to check out the website because it's a tremendous idea uh that's www.transportwatch.com now our social media event um, you know, you need to mark your calendar for October 26th and 27th. The second annual truck driver social media convention will be taking place in Kansas City, Missouri, at Harris Hotel. And like I said, that's in North Kansas City. Uh, as you you all know, social media is now um, how we communicate, and we were just discussing that with uh with Buck. This is really huge among drivers, uh, how we express and communicate. Amongst ourselves, uh, we use it in the form of blogs, forums, Twitter, Facebook, and many of the other social media communities. Uh, many use it to share information, give their opinions, uh, share products, services, and many times to share alerts with others, and that's similar to what I was saying about the missing truck driver. Uh, through a social media website, um, missing truck drivers, uh, they were able to locate a missing driver, just a couple of months ago, uh the information shared is instant no longer requires totally on website traffic alone last last year, um people learned how the power of social media and the importance of uniting and networking uh was just totally you know it was so valuable in order to have their voices heard that it's quickly becoming the thing and it's growing it's growing even greater than last year when we had the convention because it was kind of new back then. But uh, right now people are really realizing uh, how serious – social media is becoming and many relationships last year were formed uh personal relationships business relationships uh the information that was heard and shared was really phenomenal you can go to the testimonial page on truckingsocialmedia.com and read what others have to say um will will again this year be having the open forum which was so popular with the drivers it's where drivers and those attending can approach the podium and you can either ask questions to the panel or make statements whichever Uh, whatever is on your mind uh, concerns you most uh the event will once again be videotaped, so a lot of those uh people approaching the podium you know they will be recorded and will be available on a two hour c d for interviews and also our youtube videos there's going to be again the awards and prizes, which will also be part of the one day the first day because don't forget this year it's a two day event uh uh it's a Saturday and a Sunday. Now, uh well the, the first day are the speakers. We're gonna have uh Kyla Lieberg will be speaking about human trafficking awareness and social media and she's really an expert uh, on social media. Um it was one of the tools she used to really get her grassroots uh about human trafficking, truckers against trafficking off the ground. And and everyone uh, within human trafficking pretty much knows Kyla and her family for the efforts they would made on human trafficking. So she's going to be a speaker. Uh, also, by popular demand, Paul Taylor of Truckers Justice Center. Um, he'll be speaking again on trucking employment law. CDL Training and the Truck Driver Shortage, uh, Richard Wilson, Uh, he'll be there again. He was there last year, and he he spoke about the regulations. He he explained to drivers how to get on the FMCSA website, how to have their voice heard, and it was a remarkable and a very powerful um, presentation. Uh, Rick Ash of the Trucking Solutions Group will be discussing truck driver health, and uh we're looking forward to to that because that's going to be a a, a very big topic this year. We're going to have trucking regulations and truck a trucking social media speaker and we're waiting on confirmation for both of those and we'll probably have uh, an announcement uh Definitely for the trucking social media by next week and hopefully for trucking regulations by next week also. So um, it's going to be a very, very powerful speaking event. Uh, Day two will be devoted to social media, and we'll also have a panel for those. And this is new this year to have a social media panel to ask questions to. Uh, The panel will consist of our social media speaker and five others within the trucking industry. Who have shown skills and knowledge within the realm of social media uh, tickets for this event event must be purchased in advance so the cost for this two-day event is an unbelievable $99 which includes all your meals industry known and respected speakers uh, the open forum the social media discussion panel and thousands of dollars in prizes, the Making a Difference Jason Rivenberg Award. Uh, The award will be presented to the winner by Hope Rivenberg. Uh, We'll be having a vote on that from the nominees that you sent in shortly, so keep your eye on Facebook, and we'll also have a post about it. I'd like to announce our sponsors who, um, without the help and support, uh, we would not be having our second annual social media event. Our platinum sponsor is Pilot Flying J and Challenge Magazine. Uh, we thank them. Our gold sponsor is Dynasys APU and Navistar International. Uh, silver sponsors, Trip Sheet Central and Lone Mountain Truck Leasing. Bronze sponsors, Truck Drivers Money Saving Tips, and that's with Vicki and Mike Simons. Transport Watch with Dan Matuli. Casey Trucker with Dan Harmon. Allen and Ayers Productions, Barry Allen and David Ayers. Trans Products, Wyatt Hammond and our Speaker Richard Wilson. Trucker to Trucker, James McCormick. So to sign up for this event or to be a sponsor, and we only have the silver and bronze remaining, the platinum and gold are taken. But uh, if you do uh, want to sign up and register for the event, we had quite a few come in today. Uh, You need to go to www.truckingsocialmedia.com. Or you can call at three five two five oh five eight one six two and uh we can go over all that with you. Uh for all the um new drivers and students looking into uh trucking, we do advise you to go to www.truthabouttrucking.com. dot trucking dot And it is a very valuable website. It has been. We've had it up there for um, going on, I'd say, six years now. The books have been updated about five times. Uh, And, again, this is for new drivers and students looking into the trucking industry, truthabouttrucking.com. So we really do uh, look forward to uh, seeing everybody in October. And if you haven't uh, received your tickets, uh, please do so. It is limited; um, seats are limited to 500, and we hope to um, have that full this year. So, www.truckingsocialmedia.com. That's it, Alan.
2: All right, boy, well, had a lot of catching up to do, huh?
3: Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh
2: That's what happens when you're uh, when you're gone for uh, three weeks or so, but sounds good you got it all in there
3: i I think so
2: (laughs) all right appreciate it and that will do it for this broadcast of truth about trucking live right here on blog talk radio thanks for joining us this evening and be sure to bookmark us and add us to your favorites and if you find yourself in need of help while out on the road even if it's just needing someone to talk to check out the help by our guest this evening mr buck black over at truckertherapy.com it's a great service tailored to the trucker's lifestyle. Uh, We'll leave you with singer, songwriter, and professional truck driver, Tony Justice, from his On the Road CD, available at all Pilot Fly and J travel centers with Peterbilt 379. So until next time, for Truth About Trucking Live, I'm Alan Smith. Drive safe, and thanks for listening.
5: Books, I've got a record to keep. I got a one on my dash, born on the sea. I got the chrome polish sub and season looking girl. Oh, cat parent underneath the hood. I've been a home too long. It's starting to show when I get there. My destination come a rain or shine In my suit up, sign up, get you there by the front of 379 Got the wind in my hair and the hammer down I'm 1200 miles from the guitar town 5 left to go I'm the founding father of the next game Those so, hey, drivers driving me insane When you see me coming, get out of my way I got a hot Can't be late. I'm gonna make my destination come a rain or shine In my suit, double signed up Get you there, my son, I'm Peterbill. I can't be late I'm gonna make my destination come a rain or shine In my two-dub sign up Get you there, my son Peter bill, 379 2 up sign up Get you there, my son I'm Peter bill.